Welcome everyone to the Authentic as Fuck podcast. My name is Sun. I am a marketer and storyteller. And in my community, Night Owl Nation, uh, I help people practice and learn storytelling. And on this podcast, I help coach uh, some of our members through marketing, branding, storytelling questions they have, or just general uh, business questions. So today we have Anna. Um, hi, Anna. Hi. Hi, Sun. Hi. Yeah, so let's start by, um, you know, introducing yourself, what do you do, where you're from, and kind of what, what your business is about, and then we'll jump into your questions. All right. I'm from Germany. Um, I have been doing online stuff for since 2017. I started with a podcast and a blog, then it became two podcasts and two blogs, and then it became three, eventually four. <laughs> And I am a full-time entrepreneur since 2021, but I'm really struggling. That's why I'm here. I'm struggling with four projects. It's just too much. I had a, um, 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 a consultant, kind of consultant before, who told me I should focus on one, and I did that for some time. I focused on my biggest project, um, and I was very unhappy with that. Like, this is not working for me. Okay. So, yeah, I'm kind of... So, let's talk about what are the four different uh, projects. Mm -hmm. And I also want, want to hear a little bit about your background. Okay. So, to, that led you to here. Like, okay, yeah, you know. yeah. That, that makes totally <laughs> sense. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's a big part of why I cannot let any of them go. So, let me start with my background. I have... Um, I, I uh, sometimes I don't know the, the English titles, but I'm like, I studied business. Okay. I worked as an auditor and then I got chronically ill uh, with the same disease that like one of your guests from like two episodes ago had a chronic kidney disease. I was on mm -hmm. dialysis and ultimately got a transplant and that changed my life completely. And at first I thought my life was over and I did not have any more options. And then the whole like listening to podcasts and listening to people, uh, especially digital nomads, um, made me see chances for me because my brain was still working. It was just my body that wasn't like not mm -hmm. as any other body would. So I, yeah, I started looking into the whole online business thing and then I just started the podcast for fun. Uh, and my, most fun thing I could come up with was the healer hip hop because I love hip hop. The healer mm -hmm. hip hop is a song by my favorite singer. Um, yeah. So I just started that for fun and then I got really bold. So that's your first, <laughs> that's podcast, my first healer, project. Yeah. yeah. And that's the biggest and what one. Is, um, mm -hmm. What do you talk about in that? What's the topic? I only interview um, artists, mostly rappers and singers, but also like I had, a videographer who, who was um, doing a movie, a hip hop movie. I have dancers. I have people in the hip hop sphere, I would Got say, inter internationally. So it's English and German. That's another issue I have. And yeah, so. What is there a specific topic you guys talk about? It's usually stories. Yeah. So that it has to do with the healing aspect. So either their music is healing for other people or usually it's okay. artists who've been at oh, some point in their that. life struggling or had like something like what happened to me. And sometimes got that it. was, they studied business first and then got into hip hop later. So I'm mostly interested in people who 
spread positivity and who also have like some deepness to them. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And then what was your second one? Yeah. Then obviously, uh, because I was in the middle of dialysis, I started a blog around that and also a podcast because I was heading towards a transplant and to get a transplant is a, a long journey. It took me a year and yeah, during that, I started a blog and a podcast interviewing other people with the same disease and with um, before and after a transplant. Um, but after I got the transplant, I totally quit this because I could not deal with this sickness anymore. I was just so happy that after eight years, I didn't like I was kind of free. So I was like, I couldn't continue with that. For some oh, so time. you stopped I- that podcast? Yeah, I stopped it. I needed okay. a break. I really did. Got yeah, it. it was a lot. Yeah. So then I I still had the healer hip hop. I um I I did a coaching. Uh, I learned how you call it like not a seminar. It took like a year. It was a whole coaching program so that I could learn coaching. I did that after the transplant. Oh, so, so you. Mm-hmm. Meaning you. You wanted to be a coach, so you took exactly. a yeah, because coaching I program. Yeah, like I kind of wanted oh, to. Was it a certification a program? Yes, yes. It was with a certificate. Okay. It was, uh, it took a year, actually, a year and a half. And the mm-hmm. plan was to start a business around that, helping people either with kidney disease or some other chronically, chronic um, illnesses. Chronically. Yeah, I, I, I know. Uh, like people with burnout have similar symptoms. It's just different mm-hmm. things. Um, so I kind of felt like drawn to that. Like I could really help people, but I wanted oh. to back that up with something. Yeah. Got it. And, and then you're still doing healer hip hop podcast yes, this whole time. Yes. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. But my um, my whole attention kind of shifted to. Um, because also, of course, because I planned to to have an online business and maybe do courses, online courses and things, I learned so much about this whole online business uh, sphere because it's such a huge thing and there's a lot to learn. I think you know. <laughs> so I kind of, as a side product, I had another um, project that I call Digital Business Angel um, because it has to do with online business you know, but it's also the business angel aspect in it because I want to be able to help people in a similar situation like me who who are clear in the head, who can still do great things, but maybe are physically limited or maybe it's just mm-hmm. the time that limits you. Maybe you're a mom mm-hmm. and cannot, you know, have a traditional nine to five or don't want that. So I just wanted to share my knowledge around the whole yeah, all the chances. So that's another podcast. That's I did not do a podcast. I started it as a uh, a blog and also offered coaching on it and mastermind groups. Got it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then wait. So are these? Because <laughs> in the beginning you said you have four podcasts. So are these yeah. part of that, or you have podcasts separate from this? Um, the podcasts were uh, the Healer Hip Hop and. Uh, around the kidney i will continue with the kidney which you stop yeah which i stopped but okay. i also already recorded new interviews haven't okay. published them yet 
And then there's the fourth project where I want to have a podcast. Oh, so number three is the Digital Business Angel. Yes. Number three was Digital Business Angel, which was kind of a side product, like something that I automatically learned and wanted to share. Got it. And the fourth was something um, I started after I read a book around transformation Mm -hmm. processes, around... um, the whole what happens to a caterpillar that becomes turns into a butterfly because mm-hmm. the biological process tells you so much about what happens to us. So mm-hmm. I wanted to create an online course around that, and I did. And I needed a project for it, so I called it Soul Flower. Because Soul Flower is another word my favorite singer uses, so that was that came with that. So that's my fourth. Mm-hmm. Project uh, where now I'm I've recorded interviews um with people that i think have like blossomed their soul flower like they found their thing and they're really shining and showing their Got it. soul yeah Got it. Mm-hmm. so your main issue right struggle is right now time yes like like juggling Focus. all these things yeah it's too much okay so i want to i want to kind of ask you like in terms of um let's talk about audience mm-hmm. and revenue wise. Um, if you were to take these four things and put it into a pie chart mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and think about like how much impact you're making, both mm-hmm. in terms of like the number of audience you reach as well as the revenue that's bringing in, mm-hmm. how would you divide them up? Like what percentage would be uh, healer hip hop versus mm-hmm. your, your chronic disease kind mm-hmm. of, um, Mm-hmm. Coaching versus business angel, digital business angel, and soul flower. So, because I stopped the the need a new kidney project, I there's no revenue ever, and I'm I'm writing a book, but no revenue yet. So, okay. the biggest would be a digital business angel because I have mastermind groups, I have books, little small courses, and okay. um coaching uh the um soul flower was just one course and i didn't um i didn't i stopped offering it because i had life elements in it but i kind of wanted to change it up so i I stopped offering it and then with healer hip-hop um revenue wise it was good but also the costs were a lot higher because i had to pay for artists which i don't have to do with digital business angel. Wait, so the healer hip hop, you're getting revenues from what? Like sponsorships? I no, I had an online hip hop festival and I have an online course. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So let's, let's again, divide it into pie charts. Like what percentage each would you say? So yeah, let me, let me, um, like, is that one of them? Like, significantly bigger than the other yeah i'm afraid yeah i i'm afraid digital business angel is which is the project that's would like would you say like 50 percent? yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah so maybe and then, and then the other ones are like kind of the healer hip-hop a third and then the other is the rest whatever that is now like, okay so number one is digital business angel yes. number two is healer hip-hop mm-hmm. and then yeah so time-wise, how much time do you spend 
on each way too much time way too much time on the Hilary pub like a lot 50 percent um okay mm, uh not so much time on like i just have to show up for the masterminds Mm -hmm. uh for digital business angel well maybe if you count in all the research i'm doing then it's a lot more for digital business angel because i'm trying a lot of things uh practicing Mm -hmm. things changing things so that might yeah make what about like the content wise are you also creating content and building audience for these or yeah i used to but i'm yeah mm, that's a struggle because i um like i had like a knot in my in my head so my logic was let me start with the creation of products like courses first before i continue with the creation of content because i want mm-hmm. to be able to sell things to people and that kind of then i didn't like the platform where that i was doing it on i've changed the platform so that that whole thing took so much time like i kind of stopped doing good like from the heart mm-hmm. content i'm i want to get back into that with as i said with podcasts um that's kind of what I, why I'm here. I want to find a way to, because I, I've realized from what you said about your business that you've kind of very simplified it, and I have not. I, I need things simple, and they're not simple. So uh, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. In order to make things simple, the first thing that needs to happen. Well, I, I want to ask you first, mm-hmm. which one of these are you doing podcast? So healer hip hop. Yes. And what else? Soul flower and need a new kidney. Also, oh, mm-hmm. all of those you're doing podcast, like yeah. actively. Oh, I thought you were only doing blog for the the kidney no. one. Mm, I, I'm, and, I'm starting, restarting it. I'm, I I just recorded some okay. and I will publish them soon. Okay. Okay. So it se- and it also seems like they're all different audience. Right. 100%. Yes. Okay. What does your numbers look like in terms of, do you also have social media channels for these? Yes. Most, most, it's basically just uh, Instagram and Mm. well. Separate ones for each one. Yes. Separate ones and YouTube Mm. and podcasts. Yeah. So. Yeah, well, so what, how does that audience break down? Can, can you give me some numbers? Mm-hmm. A healer hip hop is 8,000, 8,000 something, 600. Uh, Need a new kidney is 500. Um, that's so uh, Instagram. Um, Digital business angel 170. And soul flower 100, I'd say. Yeah. Okay. So Podcast, I only have numbers for the healer hip hop, which is 2,000. Episode. episode yeah oh that's not bad okay so if i were you mm-hmm. i would do everything under a personal brand i so, was kind of that's kind of why i'm drawn to you because you you kind of managed to do that and yeah that's kind of what i want to do but i don't get how because it seems so different to me like all of them yeah yeah it doesn't matter <laughs> because mm-hmm. those might seem different Mm-hmm. But you're not. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. are you. Yeah. So what I want you to do is I want you to, instead of investing, mm. don't invest any time or money into 
building the Hiller hip hop brand <laughs> or the, the, the kidney brand or the digital business angel or the soul flower brand <laughs> on its own. I want you to put all of that into instead of like people knowing about those different brands. Mm-hmm. I want everyone to know Anna. Like that was one big struggle for me. That's kind of why mm. I wanted to start the podcast so that nobody would see me. Everybody, the focus was on the other person. So I was shying away from that, but I'm, I think I'm ready. Yeah. And the reason why I say that is because, so what I always say is don't niche down in your brand, in your content, but niche down in your product. Mm-hmm. So, for example, if you look at my content, mm-hmm. my content is all over the place. Like sometimes I'm talking to designers, sometimes mm-hmm. I'm talking to coaches, sometimes I'm just talking, giving general life advice. Sometimes I'm talking to uh, about business. Sometimes about copywriting story. It's all over the map, right? You know what, son? I haven't realized that. Like, I'm following you on on Instagram and the podcast, but I haven't realized that because I don't always see you. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and that's exactly what I want for you. (laughs) Is that people are not necessarily thinking about the topic that you're talking. So, like, have you heard of Gary Vee? Yes, I have. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Gary Vee is a great example of that, right? Because sometimes he talks about, yeah. you know, marketing, social media. I couldn't tell you what he's talking about. I just know he's yeah. talking a lot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so if you look at a lot of these brands, you'll see that they talk about various topics. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And the, the only different, the only common thread is that it's the topics that they care about. Mm-hmm. That's really the only t- common thread. There's no real niche or anything like that. Mm -hmm. So what what I want you to do is, so what I noticed is that when you try to grow a brand, let's say Hiller Hip Hop, Mm -hmm. it's so much harder to grow a a Hiller Hip Hop brand than your own brand with your Mm -hmm. own face and your own name Mm -hmm. because people are much more drawn to the person. Mm -hmm. And even if you're trying to grow like your own brand, most people are just going to remember you mm-hmm. more mm-hmm. than, mm-hmm. you know, Hiller Hip Hop. Mm-hmm. Do you understand what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how I would do that. Like, I, you know, it's, it's unbelievably excruciatingly hard to build one podcast, one YouTube channel, <laughs> one Instagram. Mm-hmm. That if you're trying to do four at the same time, what's going to happen? It's like you're. It's like it's like you're spinning dishes, right? Like every time, like you do this, yeah, and then you, absolutely, yeah. And a lot of these platforms, they need momentum. Yeah. So what yeah. what's happening is, yeah, none of those platforms, none of those each channels, are actually gaining enough momentum for it to take off because yeah. you, you you put a little bit of time into this, mm-hmm. and then you put time into this thing, and this mm-hmm. momentum dies, and now and then mm-hmm. and then the next thing that that momentum dies, and that's gonna keep happening. So I need you to put all of your momentum, uh, your kind of metaphorical eggs into one basket, which yeah. is your personal brand. In terms of the promoting, audience building, mm-hmm. and things like that, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then we can talk about actual revenue model products and things like that. Mm-hmm. So if I were, I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not telling you to do anything, but mm-hmm. if I was in your shoes. Mm-hmm. What I would probably do is I would 
maybe just call it, still call it Hewler Hip Hop. Mm -hmm. But, you know, with Anna. Or mm -hmm. like, I would, I would, I would bring my name, name into that, mm -hmm. put my face on there. Mm -hmm. And then consolidate all of your social media channels into one channel. So have one Instagram account with your mm -hmm. personal name in it. Mm -hmm. Have one YouTube channel with your personal name in it or heal or hip hop with and mm -hmm. like kind of how I do it. Like, so my YouTube channel is called authentic with authentic as fuck mm -hmm. with Sunny. Mm -hmm. And my podcast is called authentic uh, as fuck mm -hmm. with Sunny. Mm -hmm. My Instagram, my TikTok, all of my account is basically me. Mm -hmm. It's just my personal account. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But anyone who follows me, mm -hmm. I'm talking about go watch my podcast, my new podcast episode. Mm -hmm. I'm, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? So I'm just, or go join my program, Night Owl Nation, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm branching everything from my personal brand. Mm -hmm. Do you understand me? I totally understand, but I have questions. <laughs> like, for example, <Yes. laughs> it would obviously I would choose the one with the biggest audience, but mm -hmm. they will not like it. I think you know what do I do about it? Like I'm, I'm scared. Well, okay. First, let's, there, there's a few different aspects to that. Number one, why do you think they won't like it? Because um, I've only talked about hip hop maybe now and then. Some like Sometimes I shared I also have uh, a transplant, but not more than that. So I'm kind of scared if I, oops, pop up, here's something about kidney here's some, or chronic disease, mm -hmm. here's something about business mm -hmm. or things like coaching and Huh, I'm, I think it's, uh, I cannot imagine that people will like it. Well, you're not really talking about coaching. You're not, you're not talking about those things. Mm -hmm. What you're talking about is in your content, you're talking about what you're interested in. Mm -hmm. We'll get into coaching stuff, the products later. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right now, I'm just talking about audience building. Okay. Because okay. Mm -hmm. what you said before about creating a product and then building a brand, that's actually not the right way to go. What you should be doing is, that's the old business model where uh -huh. okay. a company builds a product yeah. and they're like, okay, how do I sell this product now? Right. Yeah. So they, you know, they go out and run ads, they, they go mm -hmm. find these marketing channels. Maybe they reach out to influencers and help them sell, like they'll help mm -hmm. them sell it or something like that. Mm -hmm. Right. That's the old model. The problem with that model, what's happening is, I don't know if you heard of like the whole thing with the FTX which was like a crypto yeah. exchange yeah, mm -hmm. and all these celebrities endorsed that. Right. Mm -hmm. And what happened? Like it ruined those celebrities names. Yeah. So now the celebrities are starting to realize that I don't want to keep endorsing these brands that I have no control over. Mm -hmm. So the celebrities like Dwayne Johnson starts his own tequila company, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> like Kylie Jenner mm -hmm. starts her own cosmetics company, right? Mm -hmm. Mr. Beast starts Beast Burgers and Feastables. Mm -hmm. Like the, the influencers themselves are creating their own brand, yeah. right? And they're selling to their own fan base mm -hmm. because it's, it, and that's the new model. The new model is the, the person who has the influence have already built the audience, mm -hmm. have already built a relationship with their audience and have already earned the trust of their audience. Mm -hmm. Do you understand what I mean? Mm -hmm. And whatever that they're selling, the audience is buying it because they trust you yeah right yeah so when you start thinking of it like oh but if you know like that's kind of how i was when i post carousels 
people love my carousels. My carousels get tons of engagement, tons of reach. Mm -hmm. My videos don't get as much reach. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So whenever I post videos, it'll get like only 10% of the reach, maybe 20% of the reach Mm -hmm. and not as many engagement and things. People didn't really watch them. Right. Mm -hmm. But here's what that really means. Reality. It means people only care about my carousel. They don't care about me. Mm-hmm. True. Do you understand what I mean? Mm-hmm. That means at the end of the day, when I sell a product, they're not actually going to buy me, buy my product because they don't mm-hmm. actually care about me. They mm-hmm. just care about their carousel. It's kind of like yeah. I can create a meme account yeah. where I, I collect all the best content, most viral content out there and collect it, and I can get a million followers. But then let's say I sell a coaching program now. Do you think anybody's going to buy from me just because I have a million followers? No, because the only reason why they're following from me is because they like the memes. Yeah. They don't like me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you understand me? And that's the difference between just numbers in terms of account. And it's it's also the reason why I had a friend who had like 100,000 followers Mm -hmm. and he sold an Mm ebook and only like 30 people bought it. Mm -hmm. It's because those 100... Yeah, I, I made the same experience with uh, Healer Hip Hop. I, I thought, obviously, I would have a lot of, of viewers on uh, for my mm-hmm. festival. Obviously, right? But no, it wasn't. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. It was kind of similar lum- numbers, and I was yeah. shocked. Yeah, it really doesn't mean anything. You see, like I have with the hundred and seventy followers, I, I make more money than with the eight thousand six hundred. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so. It's not just about the size, mm-hmm. but it's also the depth, right? Yeah. So here's what I will say. Mm-hmm. If you lose followers because you start showing yourself mm-hmm. and you start talking about more about yourself and stuff you care about, mm-hmm. then I'm I'm going to be honest with you. They were never your followers to begin with. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's true. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah. So I see a lot of people make mistakes. When I first came on Instagram, what happened was, um, even though my videos didn't do well, I kept posting them, posting them, posting mm-hmm. them, right? Mm-hmm. And then a lot of people at that time, a lot of people were uh, making carousels in the design industry. And they were talking about, okay, this this is how you do design. And this, or some of them were talking about Instagram growth. This is like, oh, here's how you use the hashtag. Here's what you do, like how you do engagement. Here's like the best time to post. And they were kind of doing all of those kind of content, right? Mm-hmm. And then I came in, I started talking about marketing, but I also started talking about authenticity a lot. Mm-hmm. And I started talking about all these other, uh, like finding your purpose and all of these other topics, right? Mm-hmm. And what, en- what ended up happening is all those carousel people that grew their account started reaching out to me and said, sound like, help me. These guys have way more followers than me, by the way. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. But they would reach out to me and they, they'll say, son, help me because, you know, I I really want to talk about other stuff like you too. And I want to be more authentic in my content. I want to show more of myself. But I'm scared to do that because my audience is oh, <laughs> the same question you're asking me right now. Yeah. Was what they were asking me. Yeah. It, it really, like, in my head, it still looks scary, but you're right. Um, yeah. But I've been there before. I've been scared before. Don't be a prisoner. Yeah. yeah. The last yeah. thing you want to be is a prisoner to your own audience. You're right. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> to, right. 
Yeah, that's, right. that doesn't make any sense. You're right. Yeah, that, that's kind of why I started new projects because I want to talk about other things too. Yeah, that's kind of the logic behind it, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if you look at, um, so the next thing I want to say is this. Um, yes, start talking about all of that, mm-hmm. but I want you to have one product mm-hmm. to start with. Yeah. I want you to get one product up and running mm-hmm. and uh, profitable. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like a well oil machine. Like mm-hmm. you, you can mm-hmm. just step away and it'll keep generating money. <laughs> yeah. It'll keep generating revenue. And, I want that. You know, I, want, yeah. I want that. <laughs> I want that too. <laughs> I, I, I need you to get one product to that level first mm-hmm. before you bring in the second product. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah. I'm not saying, okay, kill all of these projects. Mm-hmm. All I'm, I'm, what I'm asking you to do is pick one of those products that you're going to kind of double down for the next year or something. Mm-hmm. And the rest of them, put it on the shelf. Mm-hmm. And then once this is going and this is profitable and this is like, you know, generating revenue by itself, mm-hmm. then bring this pro- next project and then like start that one. And then once that gets going, then mm-hmm. the next project, so on and so on. Can I tell you what I planned? Because yeah, the, yeah, please, the kind yes. of product I planned for, it's uh, because I have these ready-made courses, two or three of them, mm-hmm. I would say, you know? Uh, I want to put them on the platform. You can buy them, but I want to make that very not attractive for you. I want for you to buy something like similar what you have to have a, like a membership. You can quit it whenever you want, but I want to make it really attractive for you. I want in the membership to have sessions where we can have um, joined creative sessions where we can make some art or we have like mastermind groups. Um co-working you know i want a space where they can meet me uh, but they don't have to only be with me also be with other people and included in that membership they can watch those two courses so i would like to give the whole membership away like for a year say for the same price than the one of the courses. what is the um, so this membership mm-hmm. what are you actually selling what's the transformation would- you're selling What's the solution you're selling? It would be a cocoon kind of like a place where we can like, while we are just like hiding away from, from the outside, we can, it's like, um, uh, because the courses they, they're, they have to do with transformation, uh, both of them. Um, so these are people that are kind of taking a step back in their life or something like that. Yeah. Temporarily. or like, you know, there are two types of people. The, the one people, they, they really struggle. They have a problem. Their life is changing for whatever reason. Maybe they're sick. They're going through a breakup. They lost their job, whatever. They need to change. And they might not like it, but they, there is a need to change. So they don't know where to go. They need the whole transformation cocoon thing. And then there's uh, another type of people. Maybe their life is all settled. They have a relationship. They have a good job. But they're bored. Their life is there. It doesn't even make any sense. Their life is empty. They feel totally empty and they feel like something needs to change, but they don't know where to start. And they too need a cocoon where they can learn about, ah, this is a whole process, like similar to the caterpillar. It, ah, all these thoughts, they make sense. And it's totally normal not to know where I will mm-hmm. 
know? you know those people are those two people are actually the same people <clears throat> the My only difference opinion. was yeah. yeah one of them had an external force that forced them to change yes yes and the other one <laughs> is just waiting for that external force to come in like you <laughs> Because yeah, that's yeah. kind of what happened, what COVID did to a lot of people. Like a lot yeah. of people were in this place where, you know, their life is good. They have a good job. They have, you know, they're not worried yeah. about money, but yeah. something yeah. is missing. There's yeah. got to be more to life than this, right? And then COVID happens and like throws yeah. them all off. And yes. that's, it was almost like a blessing in disguise because yeah. Yeah. they they needed that wake up call almost, yeah. right? And like, yeah. that's what Tony Robbins says, right? Like the people that are at the rock bottom, mm-hmm. It's actually a little bit better for them because they know they need change. Yeah. It's the people that are like in the middle yeah. <laughs> that are really not really that happy, but they're not unhappy either. That's They're not at the rock bottom moment either. Yeah. And those are the hardest people because they don't even realize that they need change. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I Like when I got my diagnosis, I, I was so low. Uh, but that's kind of freeing because you can start a whole new thing. And sometimes when I look at people and I, I see them in the state of like, they don't know what they're doing, but life is okay. And when something very hard hits them, I'm like, kind of finally, like finally mm-hmm. you, you found a way out mm-hmm. because you didn't allow that to yourself. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, so I think, you, I think those people are, the same people actually yeah and me too th- you're right yeah mm. and they're um they're just you know their circumstances might be slightly different but they're mm. that second person will eventually get to the point where something throws them off and they're gonna be like oh my god i need change like so yeah. Yeah. maybe um and i like that way you you kind of explain it. it's like this cocoon where you know that they're waiting to turn into a butterfly right like yeah. <laughs> uh yeah. They're, they're, they, you, you need that place where you can help them transform yeah. into a butterfly, yeah. kind of, yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah. And so let's talk, let's talk about this. So I, I actually think that it's one person. So that's the, and that's the transformation that they need. Mm-hmm. I'm not hundred percent sure if membership is the right way to have that transformation. Mm-hmm. Okay. To be honest, mm-hmm. um. Because, um, so what I'm selling, I think, is a little bit different than what you're selling in the mm-hmm. sense that mm-hmm. you're actually literally selling a transformation, right? Yeah. <laughs> Whereas yeah. in, I'm not selling a transformation. What I'm selling, what I'm selling is more like a gym, mm-hmm. like gym membership, right? Mm-hmm. Where yeah. Yeah. this is something that you, you just constantly, like once you've, w- once you've kind of had a wake up call or something like that, mm-hmm. okay, I need to start building one. Like somebody who's already gone through your program, maybe the, that, that, now they need to come and if whatever business they want to build, they need right. to practice their storytelling or you're something right. like that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So for the thing. transformation product, mm-hmm. I feel like it has to be kind of like a, like a program mm-hmm. where there's a clear beginning and clear ending. Okay. And then, let, me, let me stop you, know you right I mean? there. I, I have that. Yeah. I have that. It was yeah. at the time around... It was 12 weeks, I think, if I remember correctly, because it's uh, 12 stages, roughly. Uh, the problem is some people, like, because a transformation is tough and some people need a lot of time and most people got stuck right in the middle when it's really ugly because in the cocoon, mm-hmm. 
your old life dissolves. And yes, I, I like it because now I can put these things together and become a butterfly. But many people who are not used to that, they don't like that. And like that was the feedback I got. They needed a lot more time. So I don't know what time do they need. You know, I would yeah, say they maybe, maybe you need to make it longer. Maybe 12 months. So yeah. Mm -hmm, that's that, kind of what you need to figure yeah. out yeah okay and that's what i meant by mm -hmm. i want you to invest all your time and energy yeah okay into that first product first because yeah. right now i believe that you don't really have that one product that you've completely okay. nailed yet no mm -hmm. right yeah so and and trust me i'm still working like i'm on my second product now mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I'm still working on Night Owl Nation. Mm -hmm. and like, like Night Owl Nation is not perfect yet. I'm still working on it. But here's yeah. the thing. Mm -hmm. Before Night Owl Nation, mm -hmm. I had an agency called Night Owl. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, and my agency is where we do work for clients, right? Mm -hmm. So even though I started putting out content for two years, mm -hmm. like three years ago, I started putting out content and started building my audience. Mm -hmm. But I didn't even launch Night Owl Nation as a product until a year ago. Mm -hmm. Because what I wanted to do was I needed my agency to be mm -hmm. completely like, at a place where, okay, now I have my first product ready. Boom. Um, I don't have to worry about money because <laughs> it's yeah. generating money. Yeah. Yeah. And I can invest my time into my second product, right? Yeah. So right now, what I want you to do is I want you to invest your time into your mm -hmm. first product. Mm -hmm. Which is gonna get you to that place where, mm -hmm. you know, you have a good cash flow. You don't have to spend too much time on this thing. Yeah. Now yeah. you can focus your eighty percent of your energy on the second product, and maybe the second product is a membership for you. Yeah. Or maybe that second product is something else, right? Ah, yeah. For people who need more time, maybe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm. But for now, I feel like you still need to get that first product off the ground and. Uh, okay, kind of self-sustaining first. Let me tell you the, the maybe I have like the problem that I have. If for example, if I if I launch a very long program, say twelve months, which is very long, then I can only launch it uh, a, once a year, right? Or because I want to have life elements in it, I want people to be able to meet me, let mm -hmm. us create together, talk, whatever. So that's what I was struggling with. That's why I wanted to From get what I've seen, mm -hmm. I work with a lot of people that mm -hmm. um, in this kind of life coaching space. Mm -hmm. And 12 weeks is like an ideal timeline for, mm -hmm. for mm -hmm. something like this. Mm -hmm. And then, so, so you, you might have to design it a little bit differently. Mm -hmm. For example, instead of trying to give them like a complete transformation... <laughs> like of like okay now you're off to good start and your new life is here yeah what you might have to do is that the 12 week period might have to be almost like a wake up call mm -hmm. and for them to kind of reframe and see things differently and yeah. just, just come to a complete acceptance okay yeah. now i'm ready to throw away my old life or something like that yeah and then maybe you enroll them into a membership okay now let's mm. now that you're out of the cocoon let's try to figure out how to build your new life. Mm -hmm. And that then maybe that's where you can have a longer program or yes. something like that. That makes a lot of sense um, because what I want them, that's why I'm shy. I, I was shying away from a 12 months thing because I want you to get the process first because we have thousands of these processes in our life. We have very small mm -hmm. transformations. Sometimes mm -hmm. it's just like, I want to get 
more muscles. What do I do? It's a trans. Mm-hmm. It's I'm thinking about it. I'm creating it. I yeah, have the muscles, yeah, yeah. you know. So I want them to understand the process, have the tools, realize which phase am I in, you know, because that's the thing too. We don't. We don't. We are not all starting at the caterpillar stage maybe and that's for me when i read the book i realized wow i'm at that stage like i was the cocoon phase is kind of behind me i have to start recreating my life so Mm -hmm. that helped me that alone helped me so i want them to understand the process have the tools and then go and use those things yeah that's yeah makes sense and i think that you can even do it in because you know there are those retreats right like for example tony robbins would do like a five-day boot camp Mm-hmm. where he just do like a very intense kind of transformation mm-hmm. and then they go out and they still have to sustain it <laughs> somehow yeah. like it, it doesn't yeah. mean the work is over absolutely right yeah. so absolutely. Yeah. the product can be designed the way you want to design it mm-hmm. okay. and and the the transformation the, and the level of transformation can be mm-hmm. wh- however you think is appropriate for that mm-hmm. stage mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but then for now that's all you're providing Mm-hmm. And then once this is good, mm-hmm. then you can add on a second product. Maybe they graduate from here and go to here, right? I have and no then you can now go back to your own. Sounds good. Sounds great. Yeah. Yeah. And, but um, don't worry about the second phase yet <laughs> until you get this completely done. No, yeah. but I'm, I'm happy because I already have this program. I just need to like re- reshape it, reorganize it a bit. I have a question for you as a native speaker. How does Pimp Your Butterfly sound to you? Is this... What? Say that again. Like, okay, I had a German title because I did the course in German. Mm-hmm. But I also had the idea to call it Pimp Your Butterfly because there is this hip-hop element to it. Because yeah. uh, there is... I love of... it. <laughs> <laughs> those, who don't, those who don't know it, they mm-hmm. can also like, mm, yeah, mm, yeah, let me pimp my, like, pimp my ride. Like, let me pimp mm-hmm. my butterfly. How does it sound to you? No, that yeah, it's it's really catchy and it's you know okay. it's gonna yeah. it's gonna attract your people, right? Yeah, because, I kind of want to make it easier and fun. I don't want to be yeah. like, oh, let's go down to, you know. I also have a. Yeah. What's gonna happen is, you know, this this industry is mostly people that are like very spiritual and mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. all of those type of people, right? And that then. And then there's other people out there who are really into hip hop and like, you know, that are mm-hmm. kind of a different um, subculture that are yeah. not really like aware of like this life coaching world and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. So you can serve that audience, right? Yeah. And I also really like the word cocoon when you said cocoon, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because it does really feel like you're bringing them into this cocoon where like you're cooking and you're doing all the all of this yeah. pre-work yeah. before you go out into the world and you know yeah so i really like that word too yeah if you don't know that you're in the cocoon phase you might not like it but actually it's a very 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 creative and beautiful face but it, if you look yeah. in the cocoon it's ugly it's it's a dead caterpillar yeah. <laughs> you know but without but, that you yeah. can't have the butterfly so i mean that's why it's kind of yeah. And it's it almost feels like a safe like to me the yeah. feeling that I get it's it's like a safe place. That's it's what not I'm like you're it. just throwing me into the wild and figure it out like it's it's more That's, like I'm taking a feeling. almost like taking a step back. Yeah. Yeah. Pause and then work it all out before I yes. go out. Yes. I'm ready to go out and do it. That's yeah. what I wanted to feel like because you're very vulnerable at that stage. Very vulnerable because you don't know 
I remember that because I've been there for four to five years in that phase. I was like, what is happening? You know, like my, my old life is not anymore and I don't know what is left of me. You know, it's very, very vulnerable phase. And it's difficult if you, if you don't have people who are going through the same thing, it's very difficult to even tell them what, how you're feeling because they will not understand. Yeah. So I really like that. So I, I would actually message it exactly like that. So mm -hmm. a couple of things that I want to leave you with. <laughs> like is mm -hmm. number one, I mean, mm -hmm. before we move on to any other questions you have. Mm -hmm. Number one, I like that the word cocoon. Mm -hmm. And I love how you explain it where here's your old life. Mm -hmm. And here's your new, like, and what happens is you might be in a way that where your old life, you, your old life has been taken away from you, right? Maybe you're going through a divorce. Maybe you lost your job. Yeah. Maybe some kind of a, you, you were diagnosed with some new, disease yeah. that you you didn't know about right mm -hmm. so all of a sudden like this you know this the carpet has been the rug has been pulled under you and it, it your your old life has suddenly disappeared and now you need to jump into your new life right mm -hmm. or you're so comfortable in your old life mm -hmm. that you don't even know <laughs> that but you you feel like something is missing and you do need to transfer it in your life but you're not you're, you're scared to just throw that away yet right yeah like, mm -hmm. actually, it's easier if somebody has taken it away from you, but actually, like, for you to voluntarily throw it away is kind of harder, actually, right? Yeah. Yeah. And your your job is to bring you into this cocoon mm -hmm. so that you can, for 12, for the next 12 yeah. weeks. Yeah. So can, so, so you can flourish into a butterfly and into your new life, right? Yeah. Explain it like that. Mm -hmm. And then... Don't worry about every other aspect to it. I want mm -hmm. you to hyper-specifically focus on mm -hmm. just solving that problem only. Mm -hmm. Because I'm sure like once they leave the cocoon, mm -hmm. there's going to be other problems, right? And then there's mm -hmm. going to be other problems before this too. Like so, but I want you to be really hyper-specific on what is the actual yeah. specific solution you're providing. Mm -hmm. And even though you can help other people in other areas, don't worry about that for now. Yeah. Until you, until this product is, you're able to like, and, and when I say fully focused on that, what I mean is you have the program. Mm -hmm. it, it, it works. It works like day in and day out. Everybody that you comes into a program, mm -hmm. they, you know, it, it transforms. You have good, good number of testimonials, reviews from them. Mm -hmm. You have a great tight marketing message so mm -hmm. that when you say when, when you go in, in, in front of a room and say, hey, this is what it is, everybody gets it and everybody's like, oh, mm -hmm. sign me up. Like, so all of that is like all smooth and it's it's mm -hmm. working really well. Until mm -hmm. then, mm -hmm. I don't want you to think about any other products. Yeah, that's <laughs> Do you understand what I mean? Yeah, that's okay. And, and it's going to be harder than you think because I, I am like that too because right now, Night Owl Nation, I'm hyper... I actually made this mistake in the beginning of Night Owl Nation. Mm -hmm. I should have hyper-specifically focused on only storytelling. Mm -hmm. and how can we practice storytelling? But what I started doing is like, oh, I'm going to teach you how to start a podcast. I'm going to teach you how to make carousels and design. Because I, I know all these other areas too. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I'm going to yeah. teach you how to create a sales page and all of that because that's those are all areas of my expertise. Mm -hmm. And it was so hard for me to refrain myself from holding myself back mm -hmm. and focusing on this because 
what ended up happening when is when I started like introducing all of these things, mm-hmm. it just confused everybody and it just it diluted and I I wasn't being great at this. I was just mm-hmm. being good at all of these things. Mm-hmm. What, what I needed to be is just great at this one thing, mm-hmm. make a name for myself for this one thing first mm-hmm. before I introduce those other things. Otherwise, you're just going to be good at all these multiple things like everybody else is. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> Let me just say, uh, I joined in May and I'm, I really love how authentic as fuck you are. Because <laughs> I love that you share these things because um, you could like not tell us, but I love that you you said something about you you need things to be perfect and you don't listen to other people. And I'm like that too. And sometimes you feel like maybe I'm wrong <laughs> when everybody tells me I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm doing it wrong. Maybe I'm the one who's wrong. But I, I love that even you, even now, have these things where you're like, I have this vision, how I want it to be. And until it's like that, I'm not going to, yeah. I'm not, I'm because not you know what, hap- what happened? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like I've experienced that so many times where I'm like, okay, I, I, my gut tells me, <laughs> my intuition tells me this is what, how it needs to be done. And then I'm going, going, going. But then all of a sudden some expert comes to me and says, Hassan, you're doing it wrong. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, maybe I should. But then, <laughs> It turns out to be wrong. Like, okay, yes, he was right about it. Mm -hmm. And if if I want to build this kind of business, but that's not what I want. I want to build this kind of business, right? Mm -hmm. And then somebody else will come in. So that's happened to me so many times Mm -hmm. that so many times I've been burned and I realized Mm -hmm. I wish I had just trusted my instinct from the beginning and not listened to these people. And, you know, when when that repeatedly happens over and over and over again, Finally, I'm just like, okay, I, I gotta, I gotta block out the noise yeah. <laughs> and just, yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, and um, yeah, and and also, you know, one like in in terms of the authentic as fuck part, mm-hmm. like one one thing that I try to show, like our members by, you know, just by example is that. You know, I'm not shy about the fact that, yeah, Night Owl Nation isn't perfect. There mm-hmm. are certain parts of Night Owl Nation that we're still trying to figure out. And mm-hmm. and I'm very open about um, the fact that, hey, we're creating this together. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, I think it's it, it really helpful for, for mm-hmm. and I realize with my own agency too, it's really helpful when you get the buy-in mm-hmm. from your customers you know, your your members and things like that and make it feel like they're just as much part of building this mm-hmm. as I am. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We're building this together, that yeah. kind of feel. Because yeah. yeah. then if you make a mistake or if you if something kind of doesn't go perfectly yeah. as planned, they'll be more forgiving and they'll actually come and suggest like, oh, maybe we can try this or, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, that's one yeah. of the rules. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the program, they'll be much more likely to give you a good testimonial if you do that. Yeah. yeah. You know, so. And also, I have a feeling like we're you are evolving, so obviously the product evolves. So, mm-hmm. you know, so I'm not like... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I guess um, that that's another thing. Keep an open mind mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. once you start working on this product... Mm-hmm. A year from now, that product might look totally different than what you imagined. 
Okay. And that's okay. Okay. Because you're going to learn things along the way. Like, that's what happened. Like, in the beginning, I was like, okay, I'm going to do a membership. Mm -hmm. And then quickly, I realized that actually we need to break it into quarters. Mm-hmm. Because people, a lot of people were saying like, oh, I need to go on vacation. So I don't know if I should do this or uh, mm-hmm. so we needed to like give them the calendar up front so yeah. they can, you know, yeah. plan their life around it and things like So you'll learn stuff along the way and, you know, you'll make s- small little incremental tweaks. Yeah. And at the end of it, it might look different than what you originally intended. And that's fine. Yeah, I'm totally like that. Yeah, I, I published it before and I cannot re publish it because I want to change it. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's, yeah. You can keep changing yeah. it. And I'm sure like every iteration that you do, mm-hmm. you can change it a slightly, change it a little more. It's, it's Think of yeah. it as upgrade. Yeah. <laughs> You're upgrading it every time. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Uh, do you have any other questions that... Yeah, the questions are, what do I do? Because I have four websites for Insta, like, I, okay, the Instagram, I can do the one with the most followers. What do I do with the podcasts? They have different themes, different topics. Um, yeah, I would I would merge them all into one mm-hmm. if I were you. Anna, like, Just Anna because said, right now, mm-hmm. your time and attention is spread throughout mm-hmm. these things. Yeah, and it's a lot. Yeah. And I want you to really, so I want you to rebrand mm-hmm. everything under your name, mm-hmm. right? So, yeah. you know, Hiller Hip Hop with yeah. Anna. Mm-hmm. Your Instagram, mm-hmm. whatever your biggest account is, mm-hmm. <laughs> change it to you with your face yeah. and yeah. your first and last name, full name. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. that every every time you engage, every time you leave a comment, every time you DM or anything like that, mm-hmm. they need to see you and see your name over mm-hmm. and over and over. Yeah. And you need to get your name out there. Okay, hold on. Um, I still have, maybe it's vanity or something, but I have mm-hmm. all the, you know, I have Twitter, the healer hip hop, like I have the, 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 the tag or what do you call it? Like the, you know, I have that, the, mm-hmm. what's it called? The link, you know, I have it on Twitter. I have it on Instagram. I have it on Facebook. I have it on, on the podcast. I have a website and I have that with all the four projects. So if I- Yeah, leave it. Oh, I can leave, leave that it and I call it an Create Ford. a new one then. Yeah. yeah. Create a new one and from your existing accounts, uh-huh. tell them all to follow your personal mm-hmm. account. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then grow your personal account. I guarantee you, mm-hmm. when I work with clients, what happens is if I try to grow a brand account and then the personal account, mm-hmm. the personal account grows 10 times faster than this yeah. account. Yeah. So. <laughs> Uh, is the idea that maybe in a year or so I can say, you know what, I can leave it or like stop stop posting on them or what, what would you want to, like, what would you do? I, I, I think you can stop posting on them now okay. and then try yeah. to bring them. Like, why don't you why don't you do it now like this? Why don't you put every post that you do, Yeah. you do it as like a partner collab so that mm-hmm. both of yeah. your names are on that there. Makes, yeah, that makes sense. And then at yeah. some point, you know. Yeah. It, that's like, true. Yeah, and mm. I can post on each of them. I can post, follow me on that. I will be active there. Yeah, oh, so you, you have it. to constantly do that and constantly okay. bring people into your new brand. Yeah. And, and it's going to take time. It, mm-hmm. it doesn't happen overnight. So don't try to... Um, it's kind of like when uh, companies go through rebranding, when when Citigroup 
mm-hmm. and Traveler's Insurance went to rebranding. It took mm-hmm. them years mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. before people recognized, okay, this is one company in its city, yeah. right? Or So it takes a year for rebranding to happen. So take your time. Okay. But eventually, mm-hmm. I, I did a post about this. Like if you look at like Tesla versus Elon Musk, there is no mm-hmm. way Tesla is ever going to get as many attraction as Elon Musk. If you look at like, Vayner Media versus Gary Vee, or if you yeah. look at like Impact Theory versus, you know, You're Tom right. Bilyeu. And right. if you look at like mm-hmm. Honest Company versus Jessica Alba, yeah. there's no way that these brands yeah. right. are going to get as You're much right. of a following as the person. Yeah. Okay. Also, I, I it's going to probably take you some practice to mm-hmm. get comfortable with your face being the brand. <laughs> oh no, I'm not, I'm not, you know, I have, I have, uh, started a, a YouTube with some, like a collaboration where I showed myself more often. I've, I'm, I'm kind of used to, I'm, 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 I'm okay yeah. with that. Yeah. So it, I'm not afraid of that anymore. That's one I'm, part. Yeah. I want to mm-hmm. say I have one more thing. So this is something Mel Robbins told me, mm-hmm. you know, I used to always hide behind my team. So I'll be like, Oh, so even when I write copy mm-hmm. or when I explain something, mm-hmm. I would always say, oh, we are going to do this for you. And mm-hmm. here, uh, you know, we're, we're here to help you. We're mm-hmm. going to do we, 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 we. Like, uh, mm-hmm. And our philosophy is this, right? Mm-hmm. And one thing that Mel Robbins taught me is that don't hide behind your team. Like mm-hmm. take full responsibility for everything you do. Just say, I'm going to help you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to yeah. do this for you, <laughs> yeah. right? And yeah. that's actually a lot harder than I thought when I started mm-hmm. doing it mm-hmm. because... Yeah. I started thinking, oh, if this goes wrong, they're going to blame me. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But it's 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 kind of a shift in perspective. Yeah. Anything else you're worried about? <laughs> uh, would you, yeah, okay. Uh, would you, so I, I would like to keep the, um, the websites, not as a website. Yeah, keep but everything that, yeah. the mm-hmm. same. Don't do anything with it. You've already okay. created it. Yeah. But I and, want you to create a new website. Yeah, no problem. For your personal brand. No problem. Okay. Uh, okay, one more question. I do I I would love to do it in English, but I also, you know, I'm German, oh, okay. so I'm, I'm not the best. <laughs> your <laughs> current content is <laughs> Currently all your content is in German. Uh on the Healer Hip Hop not. No, but mm, mm, Many podcasts are, yeah, 50-50. Okay. And what 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 audience do you want to... I guess this is a question that you're going to have to answer for yourself. There's pros and cons to both, right? Um, do you want to serve German speakers or do you want to serve uh, English speakers, right? Obviously, it's a different I want size and demographic. I've always, always loved international people. Um, I sometimes I don't even I cannot deal with German mentality so (laughs) what kind of keeps me from that is my English is not I'm not a native speaker so if I attract native speakers they might not uh... well don't worry about that part Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. don't don't, like regardless of like your your English Mm -hmm. what what who who are the people that you want to serve I want international people. I love, I love, I love diversity very much. I love to have as 
diverse people as I can get. And okay. that would be international people. Because like to me, so speaking with you, I think your English is fine. <laughs> yeah, some and I, would, words, I don't know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but you're, first of all, mm -hmm. there are plenty of thought leaders out in the world mm -hmm. who English is not their native language. Eckhart Tolle. Do you know them? Yeah. Like Eckhart Tolle is one of them, yeah. right? Yeah. And what happens is the more you do it, mm, yeah. the better you're going to get at it and, yeah. and the more comfortable you're going to get. And yeah. you're going to pick up all those like little nuances of the language. Yeah. So mm -hmm. that I'm not worried about. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So then I would do, do everything in English then, if that's the case. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Anything else? No, I'm I'm very happy. Kind of feel lighter. Keeps it makes it very simple. Yeah. Yeah, it's you know, it's you probably tell your clients this too, but a lot of the times when I work with my clients, big part of my job is actually taking things away. <laughs> and 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 it's kind of it's it's actually harder to do because you know, a lot of people, they don't want to throw away their old life. Oh, my old life is, I, I'm am. familiar with it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Here I and, am. Yeah, with the same thing. Like, I'm I'm okay, but, you know, I need to give that up to, to start a new thing. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. And it's, it's the same thing when I work with most clients, you mm. know. Mm -hmm. They're like, oh, but I also love this part. Oh, but I also, I, I love this name. And I don't mm -hmm. want to... Yeah, but it's in order for you to build this new thing. Yeah. It's actually about and that that FOMO I think is like the heart. It's, it it actually holds us back a lot. Yeah, I, I mean it did for me because yeah. at first I'm like, oh, but I'm so like, but I'm so good at design. I feel like I can teach design. I can be a great yeah. design teacher. Yeah, but yeah. no, I gotta put that on the side. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe yeah. years down the road I can do something with it. But mm -hmm. right now I need to double down on this because. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This is what people are asking from me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's the that's actually going to be the probably the toughest part for for you yeah. to kind of really start letting go of those things. But I have the tools. I have a feeling you're going to get there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that's kind of what you do with clients. So yeah, you know. I kind of I've been there before, <laughs> so I I should be able to manage. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, I'm I'm really like you know. The fact that you have already built this Healer yeah. Hip Hop podcast to a certain size and all of that, that's mm -hmm. what you've done with 2,000 downloads per episode mm -hmm. and 8,000 followers. Mm -hmm. That's already, you're already at the, you know, top, you know, probably 5% mm -hmm. just by having accomplished that. So, mm -hmm. you know, don't take that lightly. That, it means you have what you have it in you yeah. to do this. Yeah. So, yes. you know, you just got to take a slightly different route and just do it. I, I have faith in you. <laughs> yes. Whew. Thank you. Awesome. Sir. Yeah. Thank you so much for uh, sharing your business, your life and everything with us. Uh, been very, very productive. And, you know, you've I love what you said about like the two types of people like there's. Mm -hmm. The ones who mm -hmm. were forced to change and then mm -hmm. like that because that's so true right there yeah we know so many people in our lives like that so yeah i'm yeah. positive so many people are going to resonate with that so 
Thank you, and thank you all for listening. Um, I'll put all, and I'll put all of your links and everything uh, on yeah. the description so people can find you. Great. And I'll see you all next week. Cheers. Bye, Anna. Bye, everyone.